笑着。NPR podcast Point. called Dead Air, the podcast.、Mm. Then we talk about the political situation.、Mm-hmm. Yes,、yeah, very interesting, very interesting. And Nepal. I'll just choose a country that I don't know anything about. Yes, yes, quite, quite. I'd be really bad if I said, like, you know, like Syria or something. Ugh, too soon. Hey everyone! Hey, welcome back to Toy Story Minute, where we analyze and also look at Toy Story one minute at a time. That's a very good way to describe it. I'm John. Not only are we analyzing, we're looking at it. I'm Jeb. <laughs> yep, Jeb and John. That's good. That's, we're that's, done. That's us. Toy Story Minute. Each podcast is a minute long. That's not the case. <laughs> that's not. That's not that's the case. We fake it, news. We look at a minute of the fake news, by which I mean a fictional story. This specific minute, number three, starts with Andy driving the RC car to Andy asking, "Can we leave this?" But I'm sure the sentence goes further, and he's not just saying, "Can we leave all of this behind us?" I hate start a new life. Let's pack our bags and move away. Please, mother, mother, mother! I cannot stand this house we live on with its Southwest themed paintings. Andy makes Woody ride him like a horse. Did you notice Andy makes horse noises when he does no, it? No, I didn't. He goes. <laughs> it's like so cute because he's a little kid doing it. He also does it in front of the the painting of the Southwest background, which makes me wonder where does this take place? Right. It's. There's nothing indicating anything. Obviously, suburban somewhere. There's urban sprawl evidence. Right. Well, okay. Pixar Studios, probably California. I mean, it is California now. Probably then it was still California, right? I would assume they go one place. They go. Well, they go two. I feel like they. We'll get into later where they're moving to and how. Well. Right. I think the one piece of evidence we have is in the end of the movie when it snows. Midwest question mark. Any town USA. <laughs> it takes place in flyover country. <laughs> Andy's further play with Woody. I have some. Serious issues to take with this because he slides Woody down the banister, and how does he keep on the banister? Aren't supposed to stay. He—that's his thing. He's like slumpy, and he slumps off of stuff. And I'm not sure if I ever actually tried this, but I feel like I did try this a million times. Sliding a, a toy down the banister. Yeah. Oh, I tried it so many times. Always, every time. And this instead, Woody goes all the way to the end and then flips up in the air. Like magic. If anything, his head should just crash into like the end and fall <laughs> and off there. And and his head falls off, or he falls his off. His head crashes and he falls off. I don't you think know, that would be enough impact to pop his head off. I think this lends credence to your theory about the pull string that the toys are controlling themselves a little bit, maybe unconsciously. Maybe it's so they don't get hurt or to help the kid. So they don't get hurt or they don't hurt the kid. Yeah, something like that. I was going to talk this a little bit later, but I guess it's a good time now. The creators on Twitter also, when they said like Woody Pride and all that, I did see a thing where they said that when the toys are unconscious, it's kind of an involuntary thing, like when you fall asleep or something. It's like、mm. an unconscious reaction, like a reflex. But you, you can still consciously make the choice to start moving when you're a toy,、like、and there's a person around. Sleepwalking, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I feel like it just takes more effort. Yeah. Like it's a natural reaction、mm-hmm. to humans being around. Okay. Speaking of humans being around. While Andy's down here playing with Woody, do you think the other toys 
are doing anything. Do you think I do. Plinky Dog and I do. Okay. Because, well, we'll get into this later. I'll get into that later why I think they are. Cause it, is it a Bo Peep Sheep thing? It is. I have a huge Bo Peep Sheep. Later when we see them, let's just talk about this right now. Bo Peep Sheep are... The next time we see them, on top of Molly's bedside nightstand. Nightstand That's what it's called. Yeah. Which is not where he left them. Mm -mm. Yeah, because last we checked, they were still tied to the... uh, Not tied. Not tied. Just sitting Sitting on the the, Hot Wheels track. Yeah. Although, counterpoint, Mr. Potato Head, is he consciously experiencing all this torture from Molly then? Because she's playing with him the whole time. Oh, yeah. Ooh, does Molly count as enough of a people that the toys will uh, still act around her? That's a good question. Because in Tin Toy, which is semi-canonical... Baby, the Billy. Billy the Baby. Tinny still moves He's running around, running away. But in the, uh, later, they can move like around like dogs and stuff. And in full view of people, they do move around. Mm-hmm. And specifically... Uh, sure, the people aren't yeah. paying attention, but yeah. they're moving. They do move in view of Molly a few times, actually, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. So then what was Mr. Potato Head doing? I mean, he can't fight against Molly, I Maybe guess. Maybe he was That's lying kind of... there in agony. Oh, God. Well, I don't think he feels pain when his parts come off, because they're supposed to. Right. He's designed to have his parts come off. That's like a major plot point later mm-hmm. in later movies. Right. In this movie, even, it's like a little joke. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spinning in chairs. Awesome. How great is it? Awesome. I said, and I'm spinning in, in my chair. <laughs> oh, wow, I'm already getting dizzy. Yup. Too I'm, fast. This too is, much dizzy. This is a weird audio experience, too. Already my done. My voice is coming from different places around already the world. Already done. Too okay, much yeah. dizzy already. Ooh, oof. I love the noise Andy makes when he spins in the chair. It's, it's like how kids like over exaggerate things because they've heard like TV and stuff. Like Somebody's spinning really fast on like a merry-go-round, so they go. Oh, you know, I was born and lived the first ten years of my life in Arizona, where those are actually banned. The spinny, spinny metal merry-go-round things really? on uh, playgrounds. Not like merry-go-rounds with horses. Not like carousels. Right. Merry-go-rounds. The that ones you spin that like yourself. you spin. Yeah. Well, they're super dangerous. Oh, absolutely. Next, he flips Woody in the air off the sofa. The like the, the, the recliner part. The recliner part. Yeah. But he he sets. I had to like go back and look at it several times. He sets Woody on the ground in front of it. So when the recliner part goes out, shouldn't it just like push him instead of like one launching think, the air? One would think. Whether or not Woody flies in the air twice in this minute, and his hat stays on. I noticed that too. It's not strapped to his head. It's not. He loses it later in the movie. Briefly, he can and take it, sho- it off whenever he wants. And it should just shift around on him. So this isn't a a weird case of like the toy doing things that it doesn't when it's right. not alive. I feel like that that hat would just go everywhere. He also has a gun holster and doesn't have a gun. But I feel I don't. I, I wonder if he ever did come with a gun. I'm sure he did. Well, it was the '50s, so maybe. Hmm. Well, it's also it's so small. Like your kid's gonna choke on that. So it would maybe be so not. small if he had a gun. Even back then, I think you don't give your kid a, like, several, like, maybe centimeter-sized gun right. to immediately lose. That's, like, 1950s-level common sense. Hey, your kid could choke on this. Even when they have, like, lawn darts and Mr. Potato Heads made out of, yeah. like, sharp, sharp, sharp thingies. Things. Yeah. God, I'm glad I wasn't a kid back then. I would be mutilated I would already right be dead. I would already be dead. <laughs> you just retroactively... Die. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Your mom would be like, hey, Jeb, remember when you used to play with lawn darts and you'd turn into dust upon the wind? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. By elephant, I mean not an elephant, but human woman in this minute. 
that we get instruction to, Mrs. Davis, Andy's hey, mom. the mother. Who has no name except for Mrs. Davis. Uh-huh. She's purely a mom, which I guess works because this is a movie. I mean, we'll get The movie's into, not all about her. We'll get into feminism with this movie later. I promise I'll probably go on a few feminist rants with this movie. Fair. For instance, this feminist rant. I like that the only time that any of the Toy Story movies use the damsel in distress thing is with Bo Peep and her sheep. And even then, it's not Bo Peep who's in danger. It's the sheep. And I really hope that Toy Toy Story 4 doesn't do... Because Toy Story 4 is all about them all rescuing about Bo, Bo Peep. Peep. Yep. I really hope Bo Peep gets some agency. Right. Because there's very few female characters in this movie. Well, there's a lot of characters in Toy Story. So there are quite a few female characters, just nowhere near as many as the other ones. And the female characters, they kind of gain female characters as the... The movie... Which makes sense. The movie series progresses, It is kind of justified, because Andy's like a little boy. But Gender roles, he, he etc. As far as I can tell, he has two female toys. No, not even, because some of them are Molly's. Yep. He has the little... The troll from the first minute is a, is a, a lady. Female. And Bo Peep, but that's Molly's. Yep. So far, we've had more female humans than male humans, so we're at least there. Okay, yeah. Um, listeners, tell us about a time when you... Threatened a female by with her pets. Um, if you've done that, call in to nine one one and report yourself. Yes, for the terrible do. thing you did. Please do. Why would you do that? Please, Jeb. Have you ever threatened or uh, assaulted a, a, a person? Before? Absolutely not. Oh, I, I. This wasn't a good discussion topic, was it? I haven't either. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, from that. please. That was weird. Sorry. Do I uh, do I strike you as the kind of person? Who Jeb, is? this has all been a setup. I'm recording you. You don't know it, but I'm recording you with this mic in front of us that we're doing this podcast oh, on. That's what the mic is for. <laughs> have, have you committed a criminal <laughs> act? A, 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 have you committed any violent acts against people? No, no. Let's be good boys. Let's do it. Speaking of good boys... Mrs. Davis has a good boy named Andy. He sure does. That was a te- she that sure was does. Really reaching for that a was, segue. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Once again, we see a human in this, and she—I feel like she's the worst rendered of the human characters so far. Yeah. Very. She, she looks like a Barbie doll. Yep. Her hair moves really weird. Her ponytail mm-hmm. moves really weirdly. And I don't like it. We see later stuff moving and really not. I mean, even Woody so far, his movement is pretty realistic. Mm-hmm. Why is hair that different than that? Maybe... I mean, they can't animate their individual hairs yet. I feel like they didn't get that until, like, Incredibles right. era. They're not focused on the mom because it's not really about her. We don't need a women in this movie. Not women. Moms. In this Moms aren't movie. women. Ma, yeah, duh. Moms aren't people. Moms aren't people. Let's not take this anti-mom stance. Right. That was case. a joke. That was a cause disclaimer. That was a joke when I said moms aren't we, people. We love our moms. I assume. Jeb, do you love your I mom? I love my mom. Aww. Do you have anything on Andy's mom's voice actress? Lori Metcalf. Lori Metcalf. Her name sounds like a She like was a on dog. Roseanne for nine seasons. Nine seasons? Mm-hmm. I like that last name because it sounds like a... I feel like there's something called Metcalf that's like a dog bone treat brand. Listeners, if you know what this dog treat thing is, tweet at us at our Twitter account. Wig! <laughs> yep, okay, yeah. 221 episodes of So she's Roseanne. like a main character? Oh, yeah. I've never seen Roseanne. Me neither, but 
Her name was Jackie Harris. For all those Jackie Harris fans out there, shout out to Jackie Harris, Roseanne star, and then minor roles, such as roles such as Mrs. Davis. Yeah, my Mrs. Davis is a very minor role. Andy says to his mom, and this is not in the script. I looked it up. He says to his mom when he goes to her doing all the birthday stuff, something like, "Wow, cool! You got that at the store? I asked you for it." He says it really fast, and yeah. I listen several times. What could he be referring to? Because all I see on that table are, like, plastic, like, red Solo cups. And then there's a sign that says, Happy Birthday. It says Happy Birthday, and then there's another sign that looks like it's homemade that says Andy. <laughs> so she went... I mean, this is a this is a single mom. She's not going to go... She's trying. Single mom. Single we need mom. to talk... Okay. Where Let's. is the dad? Where did he go? Is he alive? Where did he is come from? He where did he, he go? go? Is his name perhaps Cotton Eye Joe Davis? Question mark. You know what? Uh, from now on, when we refer to Cotton Eye Joe Davis, let's refer to him by that name. Fair enough. <laughs> so Cotton Eye Joe Davis, either he's dead or they got divorced, right? Because you never see him. And a or lot of this movie... Just, or he's just never been in the picture. Well, okay, but Andy and Molly are like five years old. Oh, that's five a good point. Apart. That's a good point. Well, Molly's like, she seems like she's like one or she's so. She's one-ish. So, I mean, this could have happened any time within the last year, but the fact that they're about to move in this movie makes me think her income has changed in some way. Right, okay. Either he's dead, maybe he, maybe he's like a... Well, Andy's mom... Okay, another thing about Andy's mom. On the Disney Wiki, it says that she's 28 years old... I googled everything I could possibly google. I spent way too long on this. <laughs> That's the only source for her being 28 in this movie. I don't I don't know if she's 20. That oh, seems really young. Oh, I mean, the 90s were a different time, but like uh, Andy's almost 6. She would have had to have a kid at 23. Can you imagine suddenly down at 23? Mm-mm. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe he was an oops baby. And then she got together with the dad, had another baby to try and save the relationship, but it didn't work out because it was an oops baby. Or he died in Iraq. Not Iraq. The Gulf War? Maybe? Something around here. Listen, I was a little tiny baby. I was a tiny child younger than Andy when this movie came out, and Jeb was a baby younger than... I was literally... You were younger than Molly. I was four months old when this was released. Jeez. And I was exactly one day past... Oh. Happy birthday to me and also Andy in a week. Back to the mom. One theory that I really like was actually proposed at the Oscars oh. after Toy Story 3 came out. Uh, for some reason I was thinking that it was like uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler who said the joke because it's a Franco. good joke. It's James Franco and Anne Hathaway who were terrible at the Oscars. Yeah, they weren't good. I have not watched an Oscar since the Oscars because they were so bad. <laughs> nice. Maybe I saw one with uh, Seth MacFarlane because he was so awful that I... I just wanted to hate tweet the whole thing. Anyway, they make the joke that maybe maybe Andy's mom's a lesbian. Scandalous. Well, either way, something has to have have broken up her and Andy's father. Whether it's lesbianism or the sweet specter of death. Right. Or something else. Do you think one of them cheated on the other one? Or both of them cheated on the other one? Maybe Andy's dad is, is, is gay as well. Maybe Andy just comes from a, a family of people who were like, oops, we had two kids, and then realized how weird our attraction has yeah, been our whole life. Question mark. <laughs> question mark, question I mean, she's in, she was in her 20s, at least, if mm-hmm. we go by the f- frankly dubious Disney wiki saying she's 28 years old. Right. 
I mean, you can realize your sexuality. Yeah, it's still an exploration. People realize their sexuality at, at every age. Yeah. I mean, old people are realizing it, you mm-hmm. know? I wouldn't discredit it. Do you think that she then, do you think she cheated on Andy's, on Andy's dad? I think it's possible. Or maybe Andy's dad cheated on her? I also think that's possible. Well, I think, I bet, okay, here's my logic. If any either of them cheated, I feel like it would have been Andy's dad. Because, because she, she to got to keep the house and the kids. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she cheated, actually, now that I think about it. You know, I'm not even sure if he cheated. Well, okay, they never talk about him. Not even brought up once. Not even Andy talks about him. Mm-mm. Although, who will he talk to about He's not going to talk to his mom about him. Right. He's not going to talk to Molly about him. He's not going to talk to his toys about him. Right. He's not going to talk to Sid about him. He doesn't know. <laughs> he, does Andy know? We'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that when we see Sid, if Andy knows Sid or not. Also, there's the fact that a lot of this movie kind of feels like it's about a missing father, because Andy uh, latches onto a father figure in a cowboy. Like, that's mm-hmm. a masculine figure from right. back in the day. Right. And, well, and Woody's his best friend. He's his favorite deputy. He's mm-hmm. his friend in me. I do not think that Andy's mom cheated. But if she did, and if it was someone that Mr. Davis knew, do you know what she would have said to him when she told him that it was happening? You're my favorite deputy. So you would say, hey, you know your friend? Oh, you've got a friend in I- You've got a friend in me! Jeff, I literally thought of this joke like three weeks ago and have been like, ooh, when we start this podcast, I'm going to make that joke. And no. then I made that joke. You've got a friend in me. No. <laughs> Minute podcasts typically don't, we don't curse any more than the movie does. Right. Because, uh, you know, this is a kid's movie. We're not going to curse on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But it does make adult jokes. Like hey, it sure does. So there we go. That's the TVY7 joke that we made. Yep. That slipped past the radar. That's what made it past G and made it TVY7. TVY7, like Rocco's Modern Life with all its... That was a dirty show. He breaks out a sex phone operation. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. That was his job. I was thinking about the fact that I think they worked at... There was a restaurant called like Choke the Chicken or something like that. And his dog's name was Funky! So, I think that Andy's mom being a single lesbian in the 90s really makes her inspirational. That's my headcanon. Even if it's, even if she's a closet lesbian, well, still it, a big deal. I mean, do you tell, in the 90s, this was before Ellen, mm-hmm. so do you tell, how do you talk to your kids about that? Right. As old as it makes us feel, the 90s were like a different time when... That subject was not Talked as well about. People were not as accepting of like homosexuality and stuff right. as they are now. I mean, by Toy Story three, she has he, he she has to have told him, right? Oh, I, he's going to yeah. He's like eighteen. He's going. To, well, he's seventeen. Seventeen. Trust me, I know. We will okay. talk about this in Toy Story three, Jeb. Do not okay. Do not test me on this. Okay. All right. I can see I hit a nerve. <laughs> I hit a nerve. All right. Oh, like, we're going to be such Toy Story experts by the end of this yep. podcast. Yup. I like that she seems to be on top of things. Mm-hmm. She's a good role model for both Andy and Molly. She's a good mom. She's a very good mom. She does a lot to hurt the, our main characters, the toys. Mm-hmm. Like, almost every bad thing that happens in the movies is kind of set off by her. Inadvertently sometimes, but still. But she's benevolent. She obviously cares for her kids. I mean, mm-hmm. she's she's organizing his birthday party before his birthday actually happens and gets him the thing at the store that he wanted. Yeah. What is the thing at the store he wanted? Question, I don't know. They've got balloons, they've got a sign that's not a custom sign, Mm-mm. and they've got 
plates and napkins. Disposable plates and napkins. Maybe they're like cowboy plates. Oh, I guess if it's a, if it's a kid's birthday party, you want disposable because you don't want the breaking stuff, right? Right. We don't even know when in the year this happens. Right? This is, ooh. It's warm enough for him to be wearing a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. I like his green shirt. It has a little cowboy on the breast pocket. Did you mm-hmm. notice that? I did. Do you have anything else to say about this minute? After Andy launches Woody through the air and he, and he lands, lands on the couch. On the couch. It's in the background. In, yeah, he says score. It shows Woody lying there in the background. You can see the fireplace. Oh, the pictures. On the mantle. Oh, man. Pictures. Three, at least three pictures of random people. Who, who are, are those Who people? are these people? Okay. One of them looks like Wendy from Peter Pan. Yep. One of them is like a blonde baby, but it's not Hannah. Definitely not Hannah. Too and old these, to be Hannah. These are not like, like a CG toddler. style. They're no. like drawing. They're like yeah. classic animation style. Yeah. And then there's a grandma of some sort. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, Mrs. Davis's mom. Mrs. Mrs. Davis. Mrs. Do you think Davis is the maiden name, or do you think um, Cotton Eye Joe Davis gave him the name? That actually depends on whether or not they got divorced or if he died. I think. Well, I prefer to think that they divorced because I prefer to think of Andy's mom as a hardworking single lesbian, as a hero for everyone. So let's go with the maiden name. Ellen DeGeneres is for the birds. I love Ellen DeGeneres. Let's not say that. But Ellen DeGeneres is for the birds. My real uh, not single, I guess, because Ellen DeGeneres is with Portia Del Rossi. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, they're such a great couple. They are. My lesbian role model is Mrs. Davis. Woo! I'm a fan. <laughs> Did we just come up with a good title for the episode? My lesbian role model is Mrs. Mrs. Davis. Davis. We sure did. That's a you might th- check. Uh, do you think? I mean, that's just my my personal. I feel like we'll we'll get maybe a little bit more in Toy Story two because we learn about Woody. Maybe I don't remember specifically because we haven't analyzed minute by minute yet. Right. But in Toy Story two, which. I mean, I feel like we'll get to. Unless, like, nobody likes this movie and we finish it and say we're not going to do the second one. But right. I feel like we will. Gotta think that way. I think there's some mention of Andy's family. But I forget. Who knows? That's us. We don't know things. We don't know things unless we study them. <laughs> On intensely. Toy Story Minute. Ay. Ay. You're, you're my... You're my favorite. You're my favorite. You're my favorite deputy. Wow, mom, you really. Yeah, I saw this at the store. You got this. My favorite line from Toy Story. <laughs> the best line out of any of the three movies. But I'm not sure I'm even quoting correctly because it's not in, in the way. script. It's not in the script. That's what I call improv right there. That's called Yes Andy. No, that's what I call improv 1995 <laughs> when this movie was proves. <laughs> Andy's Yes Ending doesn't stop when he's playing with toys. <laughs> Yes, if that Andy. wasn't in the script. More like yes, Andy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got a friend in me.